Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. A lovely good morning, everybody. I want you to know I pleaded on your behalf. Father Hans was insisting we do an outdoor mass today. <laughs> I thought we'd all be more comfortable right in here, so sorry. A couple of weeks ago, I began my homily by checking to see how many of you have forgotten your mask ever when you're going into the store or into church or school or something like that, and none of you admitted that you'd ever done that. I felt totally alone. So I was back at the store here a couple of days ago, and I remembered my mask. But for those of you who wear glasses, you know masks and glasses are a pain. Um, so I left my glasses in the car on purpose because I knew the things I needed in the store, I didn't need to read any labels which was fine until I got to the checkout stand and needed to read the pin on my card. For the life of me, I couldn't read the pin. It was awful. So I want to talk today about eyesight. St. Bonaventure, years ago, Franciscan, talked about three different kinds of eyesight. He talked about the eyes that we have that allow us to see physical things, the eyes in our minds that give us the capacity to understand to grasp certain things by reason, by understanding. And then the third one he talked about was eyes in our soul that kind of help us on almost a mystical level to understand God's ways and what God is trying to do. So let me apply that real briefly to Christmas. So the physical eyes, we see Christmas decorations, we see Christmas hats, we see lights outside, Advent wreath, Christmas trees, presents, all of that stuff that goes with Christmas, the physical eyes. The mind, the eyes of the mind, as we mature, we gradually get new insights into the meaning behind Christmas, why it was so important that Jesus entered into our broken world, what he's asking of us in the midst of that. And then the mind of the soul, that takes it deeper yet, and it asks us, to try to see this with the mind of God. We've been talking about hope all during Advent and the yearning that comes with hope. The readings we've had from Isaiah the last three weekends have all opened that up and a foretelling of a time when finally everything is gonna be permanent and complete and right and wonderful and beautiful. That's part of having the eyes of the soul wide awake. This year especially, with COVID stuff and so many of our Christmas plans interrupted, vacation plans interrupted, travel plans changed, rather than being tempted to give in to sadness or just nostalgia about looking back at all the better Christmases in the past, I want to urge all of us to look this Christmas through the eyes of the soul, to look more deeply to be connected more deeply into this sense of yearning and longing. Let me give you a little example that might help you understand what I'm getting at. I've told you before, when I was a little boy, my family moved to Germany for a year. I was in second grade. And I can't say I was homesick because I was with my family and I don't think I was old enough to be homesick, but it was foreign. Everything was different. I went to an all-German speaking school. I didn't speak any German when we got there. Thankfully, kids pick up languages pretty well. Customs were different. The way we did Christmas was different. And there was a yearning to come back home at the end of that. 
In our parish here, we have a lot of people from different nationalities, different countries. I think there's a deep sense of yearning, even when we travel for a short period of time, to get back to familiarity again, to get back to what fits and what is home for us. So I want to use that as kind of a launching pad for this yearning that we have for heaven. Because ultimately, nothing and no one in this world can fully, absolutely satisfy us. We're always looking for more. We're always needing a little bit more. Even the best Christmas that we've ever had leaves us yearning for something more, or at least to prolong it, knowing that it's not going to last. And that's just the way human life is. You and I cannot be at peace within ourselves until we make peace with that, to the very fact that nothing in this world is complete, nothing is permanent, nothing is lacking. And to couple that with hope that there will come a time, because of God's plan for salvation, that draws all of us into the fullness one of the themes that's repeated over and over again in the Bible is exile, beginning with Adam and Eve in the very first book of the Bible, exiled from the Garden of Eden. All of the major characters in the Bible end up talking about exile and that yearning to return. We could call that capital H home, to be yearning for that ultimate home. We're not there yet. So as we walk into Christmas this year, to allow ourselves not just to be looking back, but to be looking forward with that kind of yearning and longing in a positive way. We savor the wonderful moments in this life. The last couple of weeks, we've talked about micro-miracles that come our way, to acknowledge those and to thank God for those, because we're hugely blessed in so many ways, and to allow even those to move us forward. There's a legitimate grieving that can be a part of all of this. We're not in denial of any of that. But we're also not going to demand of ourselves, of Christmas, of our loved ones, of our jobs, perfection and absolute completeness. It's not going to be there. Our first reading today, King David wanted to build this palace, this temple for God. And Nathan the prophet said, no, no, I don't think so. David was not looking through the eyes of the soul. He wanted to build something permanent, to kind of create something where God would be in this place. But God said, I'm way too big for that. You can't contain me within a temple. But contrast that with Mary in the gospel. When the angel appeared to her, Mary questioned what was going on. And then what were her words? Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it done to me as you will. Mary was seeing through the eyes of the soul, and her surrender to God is exactly what God was asking for something that draws us forward into his plan. So I have very simple homework today. Our kids are tired of homework. School's out for vacation. So this is all I want you to do. I want you to take a little time I hope you have a nativity set set up at home. If not, look at one online or a picture on a card or something, and just gaze at it for a few moments. The peacefulness, the calmness that's portrayed there. And as you're doing that, pray the Our Father. The words of the Our Father are words of yearning. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And allow that image of the nativity to draw you to be seeing more clearly with the eye of the soul and to be understanding God's plan and your role and my role in God's plan in a deeper way. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org. Thank you.